out for joy. This is Adria Wilkins. We are in a series right now about moms. Think about your own mom. We all have moms. That's how we got here on this earth. There's no other way. A mom has to birth a child in order for that child to live on this earth. So I want us to start off, first of all, by thanking God for our mothers who gave us life. I know that some of you may not have a great relationship with your mother. Maybe you don't even know who your biological mother was, but maybe you do have a close relationship with your mother. I want you to spend just a few minutes thinking about your mom. If you do not know your mom, then thank God that she went ahead and allowed you to be born into this world and to live. And if she did give you up for adoption, thank God for her doing that. If you have a relationship with your mother or you know your mom or she's still alive, I would even encourage you to reach out to them and tell them how much you appreciate them. And I'll do that right here on my episode because I know my mom would be listening. So mom, Mary, as I call her sometimes, I call her Martha. We have lots of names for her. It depends on what we're doing. But you have been an outstanding mom. You have been a mom of noble character. You have loved and nurtured and took care of me. And for that, I thank you. My mom and I have a great relationship and we talk at least once a week on the phone since we live kind of far from each other. I want to start off our topic today as well. If you do have a strained relationship with your mom, I don't want you to say, well, I can't listen to this podcast if it's going to be all about a happy relationship and a fun, joyful experience with your mom. Because I want you to look at it from several different angles. Maybe you are a mom. Maybe um, you have given birth to your own children. Then you can learn from our episode today about what it takes to be a great mom so that one day your own children and grandchildren will stop and thank you for being the mom that you are. Maybe you couldn't physically have children, but you adopted or you did foster care. Maybe you're even a godparent. Maybe you have been a mom to Sunday school children or school children as a teacher. God has placed children in your life, even if it is adopting one through a mission organization or with your nieces and nephews and cousins. Children look up to adults and your testimony, however God has placed them in your life, is as important as birthing children. So I want us to have a little fun quiz. I would like you to send me answers to these questions post on my Facebook, and you can comment there your answers to our fun little quiz that we have today. Who sang the song, Mama Don't Dance 
and your daddy don't rock and roll. I know you've probably heard that song. I had to look it up. The next question is, in the Captain and Tennille song, what did Mama tell me to do? Next question. What movie released in 2008 starring Meryl Streep, an independent hoteler in the Greek islands? And she was preparing for her daughter's wedding with the help of two old friends. There is a catchy song that goes along with the title of this movie. And it has the word that we're kind of focusing on in our series today. The next question, in the Bible, what mother laughed when she was told she would have a child at an old age? Do you remember the child's name? The child's name means laughter. What mother hid her son in a basket and set him afloat in the Nile River. Now, we often talk about this person in the Bible who was a great hero, but we don't often learn the name of his mother. I had to actually do a little research to learn how to pronounce her name. Her name means God is glory. She was a righteous woman known for her immense faith in God. And she was the mother of three leaders of the Exodus from Egypt. She was the mother of Moses, Aaron, and Miriam. Of those few questions that we have there in the little quiz, go and post those in my Facebook in the comments. Try not to look up the answers unless you just can't remember. I thought that'd be a little fun thing to add to our episode today. You know how when you tell your kids, don't do that. I know that my mom said this, and I know that I said this. We've said, no, don't do that. And the kid will say, but why, mom? And they say, because I told you so. And often, that's not the answer that we want to hear. But many times, they can't really go into detail about why, because it might be something kind of serious that maybe you're too young to know why. But I always remember when my parents would say, because I told you so. And so even with my own children, I would say that sometimes, but then I would say, do you want to know why? <laughs> Just and depending on their age, I would go into a little more detail of why I said because I told you so. Well, I thought it was interesting because I was reading Proverbs 31, and I love how this Proverbs started, and I thought it goes right along with what we're talking about today. The first verse says, the words of King Lemuel, a pronouncement that his mother taught him. What should I say, my son? What Son of my womb, what son of my vows? Don't spend your energy on women or your efforts on those who destroy kings. It is not for kings, Lemuel. It is not for kings to drink wine or for rulers to desire beer. Otherwise, he will drink and forget what is decreed. I thought it was interesting how this mother had given this king, Lemuel, information about staying away from getting drunk. And then he, she also said in verses 8 through 9, speak up for those who have no voice, for the justice of all who are disposed. Speak up, judge righteously, and defend 
the cause of the oppressed and needy. This mother was telling her son about some things that he shouldn't do and some things that he should do. Isn't that what we as moms should do is teach our children what is moral, what they should and should not do to keep them from injury or for hurting themselves, but also to try to live a moral and godly life. So in verse 10 of chapter 31, you are probably quite familiar with this part of this scripture, but it's in praise of a wife of noble character. Who can find a wife of noble character? She is far more precious than jewels. And so I want to stop there because I thought it was interesting a couple of things that I am the kind of person that likes to look up words and really dig into them a little deeper and find out what they mean. So virtuous means having or showing high moral standards. Now, some versions say noble or virtuous. Now, I did mention that virtuous means having or showing high moral standards. Noble means having or showing fine personal qualities or high moral principles. So they're about the same. What I also liked is she is far more precious than jewels. And some versions say far more precious than rubies. I love rubies, maybe even more so than diamonds, even though diamonds are a lady's and a woman's best friend, so to speak, right? Rubies, uh, first of all, are my birthstone. I was born in July, and so I do have a special place in my heart for rubies. Some gem quality rubies are significantly rarer than diamonds. Some fine quality rubies are the most expensive gemstones, and some ruby prices can go at over a million dollars per carat. I was reading about this ruby that is in the Smithsonian Institute, and it was a gift of a man, Dr. Peter Buck, in 2004. The ruby that he donated is 23.10 carats, and it was a gift that he named in memory of his wife, Carmen Lucia Ruby. And it was mined from the region of Burma in 1930s. If you go onto YouTube, you can see a picture of this Carmen Lucia Ruby. I thought this was interesting. In May 2015, a 25.59 carat ruby ring sold at auction for $1,266,901 per carat. That's an outstanding $32,419,996,000 for a ruby ring. It really puts it into perspective how rare and precious these 
exceptional jewels can be. And that's what it was saying here in Proverbs 30, verse 10, that a woman of noble character is far more precious than any jewel. And it goes on to say the heart of her husband trusts in her and he will not lack anything good. She rewards him with good, not evil, all the days of her life. She selects wool and flax and works with willing hands. She is like the merchant ships bringing her food from far away. She rises while it's still night and provides food for her household. And then if you move on down um, through the end, her mouth speaks with wisdom in verse 26 and loving instruction is on her tongue. She watches over the activities of her household and is never idle. Her children rise up and call her blessed and her husband also praises her. Many women have done noble deeds, but you surpass them all. Charm is deceitful and beauty is fleeting, but a woman who fears the Lord will be praised. Give her the reward of her labor and let her works praise her at the city gate. A woman who fears the Lord will be praised. I want us to think about that for just a moment and think about that for your own mom. Think about that for your own self. Are you a mom of noble character? Are you worth far more than any jewel? And we are because God created us in his image and we are worth more than any jewel. We are a noble woman when we fear the Lord and we look to him for guidance as we are raising our children, as we are taking care of children. And so I want you to also think about your children and grandchildren and what have you done to help them to grow into followers of Jesus? That's the ultimate goal. Yes, we want to take care of our children. We want to teach them moral values and the things to do and things not to do. But we also want to teach them to love Jesus. What is something that you did as your children are growing up or were growing up that you taught them? What do you feel like is the most valuable thing that you have taught your child? I do believe that the most valuable thing that we can teach our own children is who God and Jesus really is. And that takes time. That takes energy. It takes us learning and digging into God's word. And the precious time that we do spend in God's word, it is more valuable than any stone available in our world today. So sometimes when you look up stones and their value and even just view them, and that's one of the things I'd like to do sometimes is to go and see that ruby, it puts it into perspective about how precious something like that is. And life is precious. Our children are precious. And we want to take care of those children in our lives. And we want for them to look back at us, just like we started our episode today and said, stop and be thankful for your mom. And I pray that one day your children, your grandchildren will stop and thank God for you 
and your life that you lived for God. Thank you for joining me today. And I do pray that you will be seeking God in your own life, wherever you are. Y'all be on the lookout for joy. 